can we just get rid of the sentence new year new me because honestly for most of y'all and my damn self new year same shit right like are we really changing that much are we really taking up the spirit of those words i don't think so let's get rid of it hey guys welcome to a brand new episode of my podcast i think i get it now with me your host sarah welcome back how have you been happy new year this episode is going to be about something that we all think about when it comes to the new year it's not new year's resolutions and it's not how to deal with your family around the holidays it is about renewal I think everybody has this idea of renewal when it comes to the new year. I mean, what better way to say it than new year, new me, the new year's resolutions. Everybody always thinks that they're going to be their best self for the new year. And then at the end of each year, again, we wish to be our best selves the next year. So something goes wrong, right? Something in the year does not fully get to a point of completion. We're all praying to be new, to be better every December and then the next December it's the same shit so it's kind of a cycle and if you know me you know I'm obsessed with renewal I'm always trying to be my best self I'm always trying to do new things I always have new goals to complete that vaguely mirror the old goals that I set for myself previously and I was kind of thinking about why I'm so obsessed with renewing myself all the time. Is that really healthy? Is that something that I should be doing? What could I do instead of that? And kind of figuring that out as I go. So yeah, this episode is going to be about renewal. I hope you guys are ready for it. And let's dive in. So let's start with a bit of a definition for what renewal is because this is something that maybe everybody interprets differently. Personally, I think renewal is different from reinventing yourself. Reinventing yourself is based on your image, I think. What you look like to other people and what you look like to yourself. I don't think you're reinventing yourself when you're moving to a different country, but I do think you're reinventing yourself when you get a new person or a tattoo or change your hair color. I don't think that you're reinventing yourself when you break up with your boyfriend, but I do think that you are reinventing yourself if you go out and try to be on more dating websites. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's less defined in the connections that you have and the physical surroundings and more defined on what you are and who you want to be, what you look like. Renewal fits the whole package, in my opinion. When you think about renewal, I think, okay, changing my job, changing my location, getting your driver's license, things like that, like more materialistic, more physical, and less mental and less like psychic. I think I know what it feels like to do both because I've done both very often. I've both renewed myself and reinvented myself on numerous occasions in my life. And I thought about it, especially with the new year and stuff. Why do we always have the drive to become, quote unquote, the best version of ourselves and change our life so drastically? 
I know a part of this is just being in your 20s because you get the grace to kind of change and make mistakes and fuck up when you're in your 20s and when you're like in your 40s, people, I mean, you could still do all of these things when you're in your 40s, but I think people give you less grace. People have more of an opinion about it when you're older and you're trying to change up your whole life. But yeah, as you are in your 20s, of course, it's normal to renew yourself and reinvent yourself and all that stuff. But I feel like our generation specifically is obsessed with constant upgrading. I can only speak for myself because I am myself and I have the most experience being me. But I definitely do. I definitely have that obsession with like constantly wanting to change things about myself and completely throwing my life around. And I thought about it recently and I don't think that's that healthy. <laughs> I don't think that's like the vibe to every year. Not even just every year. For me, it's like four times a year. Kind of throw my life upside down and look at myself in the mirror and kind of envision a whole new personality. Like, I don't think that's really what you want in your life. I don't know if people can relate to this. I think when I look on TikTok and Instagram and talk to my friends, I definitely hear them say like, oh my God, I just want to be the best version of myself. I just want to upgrade. I just want to have this life, you know? And it's like, okay, but where's the space to keep living? You know, where's the space to actually like breathe and kind of sit with yourself and be grateful for who you are and how far you've come? I think I can explain this concept best with an analogy um now when you're born you are born with a set of preferences i think because babies do have preferences and even if they're not like mentally from the baby the baby being aware it has preferences maybe genetically there's something happening to cause certain preferences in this baby right so a baby is born with a set of crayons already, but it's a very tiny amount compared to the vast space there is in this box of crayons. And as you grow older, depending on where you live, what culture you're surrounded by, what kind of friends you have, if you have siblings or not, the way your parents raise you, um, yeah, what you're exposed to, you're going to develop more colors. You're going to get more colors in your crayon box. When you're in your teens, usually that's the first time that people kind of get more of a sense of control of which colors they can take and put into their own crayon box. Like when you're in your teens, you're you're starting to develop your taste. You're starting to develop your communication style. Um, you are starting to see what you want to wear style-wise and what you don't want to wear. You get your own voice. You're starting to get your own voice. Now, this is not the case for everybody in their teens, but if it's not in your teens, then it's going to be in your 20s. And that's the time that everybody gives you like the space while simultaneously also being weirded out by the fact that you're still figuring things out. But um, your 20s is the first time that you get to explore what you want and people also kind of give you that like space to do so. You can still redefine yourself when you're in your 40s or in your 60s, but people have less of an understanding when you do it at those ages. And when you're in your 20s, you are expected to do a lot of things on your own, just from a societal standpoint. So the decisions that you have to make affect your life 
going forward on the longer term. And I think that's why there's this desire to know who we are, because from now on, if we make decisions, we kind of assume they're decisions that we want to stick with for a while. So you want to figure out what do I like? What fits with me? What kind of people do I want to be surrounded by? What kind of job do I want to have? You know, all these questions. And to get to the answer, you need to have a deeper understanding for yourself. So it's time to start looking for new colors to add to your crayon box. And usually how we figure out what we want to do or what we want to act like or, you know, what we want to add to our life, we look at other people and we look at social media and we look at TV and we look at movies and we look in literature. There's already examples of people living their life and we want to figure out, okay, which of those people do I want to be like? What aspects of them do I really like? Would they fit with me? Maybe it's more of a subconscious thing for most people, but I think that's usually how we kind of figure out what we want to do is to try things first that we see other people doing and kind of seeing if that works for us. Or even if just a desire comes up, we just want to try new things and see if it works for us. So the natural way to kind of develop yourself, I guess, or like the most healthy way to do it at least, would be to see that you have a bunch of crayons that are colored like blue and green and yellow. But you see someone and they're super red and it, it seems really cool and they achieve the things that they want in life and it seems really awesome. So you want to try red. So you add red to your crayon box and kind of see if it goes well with the other colors that are already there, the other aspects of yourself that you already do like. Maybe you see that the red, even though it goes really well with like a yellow, it doesn't really go well with the green. And green was something that you didn't really love about yourself and you kind of feel like doesn't fit with what you want anymore, which is red. So you take it out. You try it. It seems cool. Okay. But then you realize, okay, maybe I do like red, but not too much. And you kind of figure it out as you go slowly and with a lot of space and see if things fit together with what was already there. Now, what I see happening now in myself, as well as online, as well as with my friends, is that people don't make space for the colors that they already had. Everybody kind of goes into every year thinking they're a blank slate, a clean canvas, like they're uncolored. And now they can add every possible color combination to their life and that would make them feel better. So if they see someone who's thriving and their life consists mostly of purple and red they're like okay if I just act more purple and red I'm gonna be fine whilst forgetting that the shades that they already have are bright yellow so that's not gonna work for you and instead of thinking okay what can I add to the yellow that would make me feel happy they get rid of the yellow parts of themselves which keeps happening multiple times a year so what I'm trying to say is people don't really like who they are and get rid of every aspect of themselves to make space for characteristics that they see in other people that are not them. Thinking it's going to make them feel better about themselves, thinking it's going to make them more whole, but it's just another way of rejecting yourself. It's just another way to look at yourself again and be like, I don't like this about me. I don't like that about me. So ironically, this whole thing of being the best version of yourself 
is actually getting you further away of who you want to be, of who you are. Renewal doesn't come without rejection. I think that's a big lesson here. Renewal intrinsically also means to reject the old. It kind of made me think about something that I want to talk to you about after the break. Stick around. You can't get a new job without quitting your old job, and you can't move to a new city without leaving your current city. You have to get rid of some version of yourself to make space for this completely new version of yourself. And it made me think about something that I think we as people always do. We're never really grateful about things that we have until they're gone. Very cliche, but sometimes cliches are just the truth that have to be repeated so many times because people still can't grasp this truth. When I lose things, you know, like my phone keeps getting stolen. I don't know what's wrong with me, but for instance, my phone. Um, I don't know, my camera, like notebooks. Um, when I lose things, only then I realize how important they are to me, you know, like, oh, my God, I actually really do love my phone or my phone is just logistically very important to my life as it contains most of my information that I need to log into places or to buy things, to, to make things happen, you know? When I lose my camera, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, there were a shit ton of cool pictures on there that I never scroll through when I do have it sitting next to me on my desk. When I lose my notebooks, all of a sudden, I'm really into journaling, you know? And it made me think, like, when are we gonna be happy with what we got in front of us? When in our lives are we going to decide that actually what we do have is great and we're happy to have it and there's no constant urge to like redefine everything that we know and what we are? When are we going to sit with ourselves and be grateful that we've come so far, that we've learned so many things already, that we do have changes in our behaviors and that we did process some of the bigger traumas that we have? You know, I think we're addicted to new things. I think we're addicted to shiny, new, interesting, intriguing, completely different, you know. And that addiction is, of course, fueled by social media, but it's also just fueled by us being human beings and very curious, um, but also by a bit of self-hatred, like a bit of self-disgust that we constantly feel like we can't sit with who we are right now and instead have to venture out constantly to find other aspects that we can bring into our lives. We're always chasing this new version of ourselves that we think we can love more once we become that version, you know? That we're finally going to learn self-love if we just change this and this and that about ourselves. But I don't think that's what self-love is supposed to be. I think self-love is all about self-acceptance, looking at our flaws and accepting ourselves regardless, looking at the shades of our personality and the different aspects of ourselves that helped us to get through situations that we were in and appreciating them, being grateful for what we have become being grateful for our achievements and looking at ourselves with more of a positive and 
a compassionate view. Not to look at what we lack, but about to look at what we already have and appreciating that and wanting to add more to ourselves to become more harmonious as human beings instead of looking at things that we can remove and things that we can change, you know? I think the only way that you become the best version of yourself, as people say it, is to just love yourself who you are. Love yourself through the changes. Love yourself for being all these different things that you already are, you know? And if you wonder what you are and what possibly could be good about you, then first of all, there's people walking around out there that look at you that don't even know you and think, wow, she's so compassionate. She's such a great friend. She seems like such a cool person. I love her style. Oh, she just glows. Like the way she fills up a room. There's, trust me, there's people out there that don't know you and look at you already see things that they want for themselves, like aspects of you that they would want for themselves. And that's people that you don't even know. Then go to the people that you do know and every person that you hang around with has some aspects that they see in you that they would want for themselves. They wish they would have your confidence. They wish they would have your sense of style. They wish they would have your sensibility. They wish they would have your willpower. They wish that they would have your ability to love unconditionally. Trust me. So there's definitely aspects to you that should be key aspects that you should keep holding on to no matter what. You know, already as you are right now, like a 20-something-year-old person. So... Figure out what those parts of you are and love them, like hold them tight and show them love and then look at what other aspects you would want to add to your life. Like, yeah, maybe you're not good at public speaking. Okay, let's take some lessons, you know, but you don't have to remove your whole sense of being to add in like public speaking skills, you know, I think that's what it is. Like I've, I've just learned in this week, the first week of January, that I'm not going to push myself to become a new person. I'm just going to like who I am, really love the parts of myself that I think are really cool, and see what naturally develops from there. Yes, of course, I have certain goals that I want to achieve this year. I don't think the goal of this podcast episode should be to not want to change anything or not have a desire to achieve certain things. The intention of me speaking right now is more to show you that you don't need to get rid of who you are to make space for growth. And don't compare yourself to people online and think that you need to take their characteristics to become a complete person. You know, not just people online, but like people around you. Figure out your own life. Love yourself through the process of figuring out your own life. That's how you become the best version of yourself, I think. And it takes way less energy to do it like that. I think it's a more natural and a more healthy way to do it. So on that note, I think I get it now. Renewal is something that comes up every year. So I feel like this connects with people um, it certainly does to me because I do this all the time and I want to find ways to be there for myself without feeling that I completely need to change who I am, you know? 
um thank you for listening guys i hope you liked it if you did give me a five star rating if you didn't like it take it up with my manager and yeah that's about it guys i hope i see you in the next one bye